Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Good morning to you, Jeff. Good morning, Paul. How are you? I'm ready to go, and I'm doing good today on this Saturday morning, WIBA Madison. We welcome listeners. There is a Middleton office for the Kowal Investment Group. There's a Waukesha we call it the world headquarters. That's in, right. In addition, in the North Shore, you're in Port Washington, uh, in Phoenix, Arizona, and the brand new location is in Racine. If you haven't been past it, you, it's very visible from the freeway at Highway 20 in Racine, so I-43. In, in That's right. Well, when you look for world domination, you have to start somewhere, so we start in Waukesha. And we're able to cover uh, anybody in the listening area if you have any questions about your retirement planning, if you want to meet with us, uh, all of our locations are very easy for, are very convenient for anybody in the Milwaukee area, Waukesha, Mequon, Thienesville, Racine, and uh, now, and well, for the last several years, it's been in Phoenix too and in Middleton. If you have questions for the show, officially we open up the lines right now for retirement questions, and that's what the Coal Investment group does. Jeff is a chartered financial consultant and investment advisory rep. Rip. Rep. <laughs> oh, that too, I guess. Uh, Chartered Life Underwriter, Jeff, you and your staff, you do the market updates on both stations in Milwaukee and Madison. That's right. Monday through Friday at the 3 o'clock news block and the 5 o'clock news block on WISN. And at 4.55, just before the 5 o'clock news on WIBA and in Madison, we give you one minute on what's happening with the markets that day. What's driving it up or down? Is it an employment report, a government report? Is it earning, corporate earnings? What's driving the market that particular day? Uh, how it applies to you, your investments, your retirement, and your planning. Then we give you, wrap it all up with the Dow, the S&P 500, and tech-heavy NASDAQ. Every day, Monday through Friday, 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock news blocks on WISN and 4.55 on WIBA in Madison. Part of the Barron's top financial advisors for the last now six years straight, Financial Times Top 400 Advisors, Milwaukee Biz Times, Future 50, and Aaron Kowal, who we will hear from after the first break with the Boss Minute. Aaron's on the Forbes list of top advisors in Wisconsin and the top 500 next generation wealth advisors for the last two years. What does this all mean? It means you guys know what the heck is going on. Well, we are grateful for the support from our clients, and we always felt, always felt, that if we did what was best for our clients, that we would get the recognition. And, and we are getting the recognition, which is really nice. But our first objective, our first goal, our passion is to do what's best for our clients. We act as fiduciaries for our clients and make sure we put their interests first. And as I mentioned, we'd love to take your calls and your questions. The line is open. So use it. The Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 799-1130, 414-799-1130. We thank Acunet Mortgage for that. And you can talk by calling us. You can text us at that same number. We accept any questions. We're going to answer questions throughout the show. We've got a sexy segment every week. We talk about wealth management and preservation. And I just mentioned Aaron's Boss segment for business owners. That's coming up as well. Looks like callers are ready to go, Jeff, already. Are you okay with taking calls? Absolutely. You also have some stories and topics that uh, pertain to retirement that you update us on every week, and we'll get to several of those throughout the hour here on WISN and WIBA. 
let's go out to Port Washington, where there is uh, a location for the Coldwell Investment Group. And Dan is calling from Port. Good morning. Hi, Dan. Hi there. Thanks. Sure. What's up? Um, I have a question about annuities. Okay. And I heard, I've listened to the show a lot, and I know how you guys feel in general about annuities, so I'm not asking that. How do I feel about annuities? Well, uh, most of the time, um, well, what I've heard you say in the past is they can be uh, a good situation for the right person at the right time. Okay, um, that's fair. Okay. Okay, so anyway, I do have one, and uh, it's going to mature in two years, that is the 10-year agreement time period will be up in two years, and that's when I plan to start receiving distributions. My question is pretty simple. Um, when I, let's just say the balance is going to be a nice even number, $100,000 for easy figuring. Okay. When they do the distributions, it'll be 5%. So that would be $5,000 the first year. Okay. What I'm, what I'm wondering about annuities is, let's say at the end of that first year after I've received $5,000 in distribution, is that $100,000 annuity now worth 95000 or does it stay at 100000 That's a really good question, and the answer is it depends. Uh, sorry. Uh, you know, because even with what you mentioned, after 10 years, usually what happens if you have variable annuities is that they have two parts or, or, or any uh, really uh, the hybrid, the index annuities or the variable annuities will have uh, an income provision on there that guarantees income for life. And that for a lot of people, that's why they buy the annuity in the first place, because they want guaranteed income for life. So it all depends on what your situation is and why you would have the annuity. Specifically, to answer your question, it could be that the value of your account, as an example, is $100,000, but they base the income on $120,000. So you may be getting 5% of that $120,000 as an example. But to keep the keep it simple, just as you asked, uh, is the is it going to be there? Is it? And it depends. It really depends on what the underlying investments have done. What kind of annuity is it? Is it a variable annuity or is it a, a, a index annuity? It's indexed. Sounds like it would be. Those are less likely to have your hundred thousand dollars there uh, because they uh, they put a cap on the earnings. So if, so if the what they say is if the market goes up, you participate, but you're capped at a certain level. So if the market goes up 30%, S&P 500, as an example, goes up 30%, you're capped at 6%, and then you're taking income from it. But the whole thing might not be linked to the S&P 500 index. And then they have a certain amount, they say, if the market goes down, you get zero. And that's pretty much true. Um, so that if you take money out, the, and then you had and in their fees, it and if you take 5% out, $5,000 out, it could be worth less than that. If the market takes off really well and it does better than 6%, you could be up a little bit, but you won't be up 6%, and you might be even or up a little bit. So it all depends on what the underlying investments do. With those types of annuities, it's most likely that it's going to go down uh, after the first year. Okay. Is that helpful, or uh, you have to look at because you have a choice of of which index you're participating in in most of those contracts. A lot of times it's the S and P five hundred. So I would, you know, if you're relying on the on the principal to be there a year from now, 
two years from now, five years from now, I wouldn't plan on it. I would, it's most likely going to go down because you take once you start taking income from it. I've said this before, Dan, on the show to Jeff, that out of everything we talk about on the show, all the uh, vehicles for investing in your retirement, 401k plans, everything, annuities confuse me the most. I don't think I'm alone, Jeff. Well, they're different types, and most exactly. most agents or advisors don't understand them either. So I can understand where a consumer would have a little, yeah, you kind of remember what, what they were telling about what, talking to you about when you first bought it, uh, Dan, but now it's kind of a little bit fuzzier, and you think you remember it, and you pretty much remember it as it's supposed to be, Dan, but you know it all depends on the underlying performance of the investments. Does that help, Dan? Uh, yeah, that helps. And then one thing I'd like to add, if I may, um, at the end of the 10 years, we have an opportunity to re-up, I guess you might call it. That's more of a military term, but <laughs> whatever, you, whatever you guys call I Thank it. you for your service. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Um, um, I would Another I would be careful I would be careful with that because they, there's another commission paid um, the chances are the benefits aren't as good you ha- you lock in another ten year surrender period most likely uh, so I would be careful with re-upping it and if you want to uh, give me my office call and we can talk through it more at the office if you'd like me to help you with that all right hey all right, Dan, thanks, Dan before we leave Dan what branch were you in Marine Corps yeah. thank you again for your service appreciate it. Oh. Yeah, very, very good stuff. Good question, too, on annuities. That's what we do in the show. We take questions on Social Security, Roth IRAs, 401k plans, estate planning, everything, taxes, plane to Yeah, retirement. one more thing from Dan. for Dan. If the purpose of it was to have income, it doesn't sound like it is if he's looking at re-upping for another 10 years. If it's, the purpose of it is to have income, then that's a perfect vehicle for it. If your income, if your purpose is to accumulate wealth and accumulate more money in there that might not be for sure you wouldn't want to re-up for another 10 years and jeff we've got a few minutes just before we take our first break and get to aaron kowal and talk about the boss minute today let's get in your first story well this one is kind of interesting because it's a cnbc story it talks about how 75 percent of americans are winging it when it comes to their financial future you always like these 75 (laughs) percent yep and when it comes to managing money most people are content on their own and that could backfire uh, this Jessica Dickler from CNBC wrote this. Despite reports that many workers are living paycheck to paycheck, not even half of the adults would be able to cover an unexpected $1,000 expense, and the majority of Americans are declining any financial help or advice. To that point. Now, I will be honest. There was a time in our lives where we were living like that, Jeff, and yep. that's understandable. A lot of times you have kids, you're starting out, you are living paycheck to paycheck, and I get that. I, but yeah. generally, you, as you get on with life and you get some savings acquired, and that's the whole point, I think, here. I think so, too. And I think also that even when you're living paycheck to pay, paycheck, are there some things that you could do to help with that? I mean, even with the point of putting a small amount into your retirement savings. It says 75% of Americans manage their own finances with no help from a professional or online service. Only 17% said they use a financial advisor. Um, admittedly. Uh, there's one guy, uh, John Holloway, uh, 33, says, I like the challenge. He says, admittedly, he's made some mistakes like neglecting to save early on. Uh, but for most people, lacking the know-how to handle your own finances comes at a high cost, according to a National Financial Educators Council. 
Um, uh, over time, the stakes get higher with debt and living expenses on the rise in much of the country. The importance of setting financial goals and sticking to them has never been greater. What about the fear of the unknown? And that is our health. <clears throat> Jeff, boomers are aging right now, but we all age, obviously, and you never, it's a big question mark. Is our health going to t- deteriorate so that I need assisted care living? Well, that's the type of thing that can certainly derail a successful retirement plan. Totally. Just tap that dry. Yeah. And and that's why that's in the sweet spot of what we do when we talk about retirement planning. We also try to look at the things, uh, taking too much income out, um, uh, being too aggressive or not aggressive enough with your investments. And we manage almost a billion dollars of assets for our clients. And then let's say you do everything else right and you get hit with something like that. We want to make sure that you can withstand that type of of hit. If you're married, if, if your if spouse gets, you know, has yep. a health issue, you, you just never know. Yeah. And you say, some people say, well, my kids will take, they're long gone. They, they're not going to take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. the, the Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies found that four in 10 workers who provided an estimate of retirement savings said that they guessed at the amount they needed, a finding that is basically unchanged from a decade earlier. So four in 10 workers guessed at what they needed. Still more than half adults, 57%, are more confident about the retirement. So even though nobody's, they're not planning for it, they're yep. guessing what they're doing, 57% are more confident. And that probably has a lot to do with the economy. And another report by the Stanford Center on Longevity found that even under the most optimistic assumptions, most workers are not currently meeting their savings, reti- their retirement savings goals. So just the, the article finishes up with saying to get a more accurate picture of retirement, retirement number, financial advisors, especially retirement specialists like the Coal Investment Group. And then, Jeff, everybody's got a different number, right? What I might need for my retirement, that number might be different what you and your wife, Jane, would need. Yeah. Well, a lot of it depends on whether you have uh, pensions at work, what type of savings you have, and really uh, what your expenses are in retirement. But, you know, working with a specialist like us can play an important role as well as addressing any specific specific financial currents you financial concerns you may have such as a job change, move, illness, like you mentioned, Paul, change in marital status, buying or selling a home, paying off a kid's education, taxes, selling a business. There's all kinds of things that can affect. So the idea is get a plan that says, not surprisingly, those making more than $150,000 a year are more likely to consult with a financial advisor. That makes sense. But get help. I mean, regardless of what your situation is in life, if you... uh, if you're getting an inheritance, win a lottery, sell your business, uh, any types of things, you have to be careful. Get help. And if you're just starting out, get some help from a financial advisor. As to, you know, what are the good things that you can do uh, to plan for your future, plan for your retirement. We'll be right back on the Retirement Clinic. More calls coming up next. And if you want to get through right now, call on the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 414-799-1130. That'll get you through. We'll get to the phones, and we'll get to Aaron Kowal's Boss Minute for business owners, your savings, and your security. That's next with Jeff Kowal. I'm Paul Kronforst on WISN and WIBA. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. 
With recent changes in the tax code and elimination or reduction of many business deductions, it's even more important to look at ways to reduce what you're paying in taxes. There's been an uptick among professional firms such as law firms and medical groups, among others as well, of cash balance pension plans. Unlike a traditional pension plan, these are set up usually in a company with very highly compensated individuals. Additionally, these plans can be very beneficial for small businesses with the owners making good money and are typically older than the rest of the employees. With a cash balance plan, participants do know what they individually hold every year. Employers make contributions based on a given formula. This formula allows for higher contribution limits as you age. Workers in their 30s and 40s can expect to be able to put in around $100,000 a year. However, the limits quickly rise as one ages. Limits can be above $200,000 for those in their late 50s and above $300,000 in their late 60s. Those limits are pre-tax and per year. Compare that to a 401k of $19,000 a year or $25,000 a year if you're older than 50 with a catch-up contribution. They even blow away a contribution limit of $55,000 in a SEP IRA. We've done these for our business owner clients, and they've loved being able to quickly accumulate assets in a cash balance pension plan while dramatically reducing their tax burden that year. Give us a call to see if a plan like that would make sense in your overall planning for you and your company. Today's Boss Minute brought to you by Aaron Kowal uh, for business owner savings and security. Key thing, catch-up provisions. Don't forget, whether it's part of your business planning and part of what you're putting in for your retirement plan at work, make sure that you're also doing it in your IRAs, 401ks, all over, wherever you can put up a catch-up contribution. There's a reason for that. You know, when you're later on in life and you haven't saved enough, it's an opportunity to catch up. You fall behind, you got to catch up. It's as simple as that, right? And that's an opportunity to do it. So make sure you do. uh, Jeff, let's get back to the phones and answer some questions. The Retirement Clinic is on WIBA Madison, WISM Milwaukee. The Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line is 414-799-1130. Any question about you and your retirement, planning for it, whether you've gotten to that age yet, looking for it maybe decades away or you are currently retired we welcome your questions mike is in heartland hi mike morning guys thanks for taking my call Good morning a question related to obamacare and i'm not going to get into politics of it because it's been <laughs> going over and over but one thing that i don't even think the democrats meant to do and i say this to people my wife and i are 60 we want to retire next year so we've got four and a half years or four years to get health coverage and I always uh, talk to insurance agents and even financial planners. You want to make Obama work for you? Get poor. Yeah. And what I say by that is well, find out an income. And my wife and I want to, let's say, mid-40s, 48000 or 4000 a month. Make sure your cars are paid, houses are paid. Obamacare can get a uh, silver plan for a buck a month, $2,700 deductible on well, that income. Yeah, I have a number of clients and a number of friends that, that do that. They say, well, it's really not that bad. They've got nice retirement plans. But they, if you could control your income a little bit, that's a, that's a good tip. In the spirit uh, and, of the law, here you get someone maybe with a million-dollar portfolio getting a great rate of insurance. And the problem that I had with Obamacare is the guy that needs to make 80 You know, if I... If I my wife and I income was seventy. We would lose thirty thousand. We would lose all that extra thirty just to Obamacare and the premiums. Let's back up a little bit too. That may be a way to go for some people. Some people may not. It may not be for everybody, but 
but still want to retire before age 65 and before right. uh, they get in, the Medicare kicks in. You, you also can go on COBRA for, for 18 months. So you can right. stay on the company plan. So if you're worried, if you have health issues, if you have uh, some concerns about your uh, ability to get insurance, um, first of all, no pre-existing conditions with Obamacare for one, but also when you have COBRA, you can continue your company's plan with no pre-existing conditions right. either. And a lot of times that's a pretty good plan uh, with uh, uh, lower deductibles and better copay until you do go on Obamacare. Well, like I said, my wife wasn't thrilled about me saying get four, and I said, well, look, look at it this way. Instead of going out for a fish fry every Friday night, let's just get fish sticks. <laughs> Mrs. Paul's fish sticks. That's, I remember those growing up. That is, I remember them, yeah. Most of us still like those. Because <laughs> that's what you grew up I'm with. I'm not opposed to them. Yeah. I, I'm not. It's, not. it's not a great fish fry, but Mike, it'll work. Um, okay. Thank you for the call, Mike. Okay. Talk, talk about fish fries. I went to a great one last night. <laughs> Let's give the place a Our Melly's of New Berlin. Oh, uh, yeah. On, uh, on, Good uh, food. National Avenue. Uh, just west of Moreland, I've known Tony and Joyce Armelli forever, the whole Armelli family. Great family, great food. They had the best fish fry. <laughs> it mm. was really good. So and it it's, was uh, fresh in my mind, and he happened to mention it. And he it, mentioned so. it, and us Catholics were going through Lent. Oh, sure. Right? A few weeks till Easter yet. And, of course, those fish fries are all something to look forward to. I know it's supposed to be a big sacrifice, right? What do we do? <laughs> we pig out on fish fries every Friday night. <laughs> Extra grease, please. Yes. But these were really good. So oh, coleslaw and rye bread? All I of that? I had to mention that. No. Well, I, I took the one with the French fries and coleslaw. Yes, it was. You had um, your choice. So I opened up the potato pancakes recently, and then oh, that's that, an option. Those too. are very good. Uh, okay, yeah, and I'm getting talking hungry. about. Yeah. I'm getting hungry. It's almost yeah. lunchtime. Hey, Jeff, we've got listeners in Madison. And if they're listening to WIBA, they can contact you in many different ways. That goes for ISN listeners, anybody. We haven't given out your website and your office number, and I want to do that quickly. com for more info. K-O-W-A-L, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. Or, Jeff, they can call your office. That's right, 262-522-4040. Or the international toll-free line is 877 560 4040. But if you go online at, at thecoalway.com, uh, there's a lot of information there. You can request an appointment. A lot of people do that. And, and uh, Heather is wonderful. She gets back to you right away, um, you know, it, it, sometimes within minutes, depending on the time of day, probably not on the weekend. But but do uh, she gets back to you. She's very nice. Make sure that you get on with one of our great advisors in the office, myself, Aaron, Aaron Spitzner, Joe Still, Paul Schaefer, uh, Christine and Madison Middleton, great advisor, uh, John White, all of uh, one of our advisors, two of our advisors, just a great team. And, and we talk about this all the time. Top to bottom, everybody in, on our team speaks the same language. We all talk about retirement, all the aspects of retirement planning, uh, cash flow analysis, company benefits, uh, what do you have to look out for, what are the dangers, what are the strengths, uh, estate planning, long-term care, managing your investments. I mentioned earlier, we manage almost a billion dollars of investments for our clients. So if you have $750,000 or more and you're close to or already in retirement, either give us a call at 262-522-4040 or go on the thecowalway.com and request, request an appointment. Half the show still to come, Jeff. We've got plenty of time for callers. The Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line is open. Of course, you can text us. And I'm looking at the texts 
Texas. How do you say that? Plural. That's hard to say. I'm looking at them right now. And you can, we prefer the calls, the phone calls, but you can also text us. It's the same number, 414-799-1130. Still to come is Jeff's sexy segment where we get into wealth management and preservation. Right now we get back to some of your topics, Jeff. Okay, this is a, an article from USA Today. Robert Powell usually writes pretty good stuff, and I like this one too, uh, on retirement. Uh, he says, avoid these mistakes when planning for retirement. This weekend must have been something about mistakes because it says, I have another article that talks about three money-making, money mistakes that baby boomers are making. So a lot of it is about mistakes. So uh, one is to work with a financial advisor that specializes in retirement planning. That's a good thing to do. They'll help you avoid these mistakes. Or else this article helps too. It says retirement planning mistakes, especially the ones you can't correct, can be costly. But some are correctable. Here are the three that can be fixed. One is using the wrong bucket. Did you start 2019 without thinking how best to save for retirement? Are you saving money in the right buckets? Taxable, tax-free, tax-deferred. We talk about that a lot. Uh, you know, There are different ways that you can save money and different ways not only when you accumulate money but also when you take out that money. Which bucket should you be taking it from? Some individuals who are 50 or older at the end of the calendar year might even make the so-called catch-up contributions. And that's a mistake if you don't do that. Uh, uh, and that would be uh, to put m- another one would be to put money in a tax. So catch up contributions can go into tax deferred accounts, but instead of what you're doing, you could put them into taxable or Roth accounts. Um, and Robert Powell and, uh, says that that's a great way to go, and I agree wholeheartedly. A Roth account allows the owner to withdraw money tax free, so you pay tax up front. But it grows tax-free. For 2019, the annual IRA contribution limit is $6,000 or $7,000 if you're over age 50. The annual limit for 401k and other employee plans is $19,000, $25,000 if you're age 50 or better. So $25,000 over age 50, $7,000 in IRA, you can put $32,000 a year away. Um, husband and wife can put away $64,000. So wow. if you're behind and you're over 50 over 10 years, you you can put away $640,000, assuming they don't raise those limits. But sometimes people are in a hurry to save taxes rather than thinking that the real tax savings could come later in life. And that's such a great point. Think Just thinking about the Roth, and you don't have to do it, but at least have it on your radar screen. The Roth IRA, because people automatically, whether it's in your 401k or IRA, I think we're kind of programmed to say, let's do whatever we can to reduce our taxes. And that may not be the best strategy, especially if you're, if you can, you know, tax rates are likely to go up in 2025. Uh, President Trump's corporate tax rates are permanent. The tax cuts are permanent. But individuals expire in 2025? 2025. Mm. So uh, all the more reason for you to think about doing a Roth IRA, pay taxes at a lower tax bracket now, and have it grow tax-free forever. I wonder how many of our listeners actually look at their paycheck stubs. Or in my case, it's a PDF on in our app, Jeff. You can find out exactly what the federal taxes are, right? Oh, sure. And it has uh, been lower this year. It has affected our paycheck. Sure. And if you don't believe me, go look. Yeah, and you get more back each week. And, mm-hmm. But the uh, American Group uh, Retirement Strategy Center says it would be a mistake for people 50 or older not to make annual catch-up contributions to 401ks and IRAs. 
Another one is not talking to your advisor. I love this, Robert Powell. He says, a big mistake would be not to talk to your advisor. If you plan to retire this year and aim to claim Social Security, now would be a good time to review your plans with a qualified and competent professional. Not having an informed discussion with your advisor, your CPA, on the benefits of Social Security and when is the best time to take it is a mistake. Withdrawing money in your IRA now also, also not taking money from your IRA. Withdrawing money now while the, could reduce your future tax bills on your required minimum distributions. What I like doing, they say take money from your IRA now uh, because you're going to have to take it out later under R, with RMDs. And if it just accumulates there, your required minimum distribution is going to be higher. Better yet, if you don't need the money, I like doing the Roth conversions. That also reduces... Um, the required minimum distribution later on, but it also uh, allows that money to grow tax-free forever. Then putting off tax planning earlier in the year, once you filed your tax return, shift your focus to tax planning. Um, you know, Start looking at it for next year, tax harvesting. Then the last thing here is traditional IRAs and Roth IRAs. Um, again, this is a USA Today article with Robert Powell. He says, traditional IRAs and Roth IRAs contribute Assuming you qualify to a traditional IRA in high-income years and Roth IRAs in low-income years. This is where I would disagree with him. Uh, the Roth IRA, uh, is, there was a study done, it's got to be a decade now, by a couple of attorneys in Pittsburgh that says that if it's seven years or more before you're going to use the money, the Roth IRA is always better. doesn't matter what tax bracket you're in. That the tax-free growth eventually... Uh, erodes the difference between tax brackets. So even if you're in a higher tax bracket now and you'll be a lower one later. Why seven years or more? It's just the way the money works out. By having it grow tax-free, it offsets the the growth in a taxable account, which you're ultimately going to have to pay taxes Does that mean, on. Jeff, if I close to within that seven-year window, now I'm five years away from retirement, should I change and convert that, Rob? Well, for a lot of good, good point. And the answer could be yes. Uh, it all depends, and everybody's different. But the thought is that you, you the Roth IRA isn't going to be going to be the only thing that you use. So when you retire, you're not going to tap into your Roth IRA right away. So even if you're seven or five years off, as an example, well, you wouldn't be touching the Roth IRA right away. It may be 15, 20 years before you ever touch, because that thing grows tax-free. You'd want it to grow tax-free as long as possible. There's a lot of strategy. Jeff, in a proper retirement plan. Oh, yes. And where to take it from and how long it's going to last. And, yeah. Yeah, you're right. And that's why it's, it's you know, we, we a lot of people appreciate the fact that we know the ins and outs of, of this, especially when, when you've worked your lifetime, you've accumulated some wealth. What's the best way to preserve it, grow it, take income from it, and pass it on to your heirs? And that really is the sweet spot of what we do. What if I don't want to? Do that last part. Pass it on we to my We had heirs. a couple of people this week. That's interesting that you would mention. I, don't make, I want to spend my money. Yeah, I'm spending my kids' inheritance. And that's a, um, a and, or sometimes, um, you know, if there are health issues or something and you say, you know, we planned for 99, but I'm not going to make it past 80. It's my money. I worked hard for it. And now I need it. If you really need it, Jeff, and I'm talking about, you're right, health, uh, uh, if you need assisted living. If you just want to travel the world and take a vacation that you've waited your entire life to take, uh, who's to say I can't tap into my own money? Well, a couple of people 
uh, this week when we were talking with two, uh, also, uh, the kids are doing better than they ever did. So they sacrificed they ho- their whole life, built up really a, a nice amount of wealth. Now and the now kids have kids. Well, no, 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 no. They, well, the kids are, do, are building their own wealth because they both have great jobs, um, uh, great families. Uh, both uh, uh, couples in the marriages are are working. They're making great money. And so they don't necessarily have to worry need, about passing on to their right, heirs. Right. So they can afford to be a little bit more um, or less frugal with their money. There's many ways to be charitable as well. I mean, your church, there's so many good ways to donate money. You're, mm-hmm. Everybody's got passion, right? Uh, yep. Cancer care, there's all kinds of charitable institutions that'll take your donations. And also, once you hit age 70 and a half, you can do a qualified charitable de- deduction from your IRA, which is a great thing to keep in mind. Again, as a as retirement specialist, if that's a passion of yours, you can put up to give up to $100,000 to a charity and it counts towards your required minimum distribution and yeah. does not count as income to you. So it's a great uh, opportunity to do good and to um, and save money as well on your, on your taxes. Um, yeah, we got to take a break here real quickly, Jeff. I had breakfast with friends going way back to high school. Uh, we've done this now twice in the last two months, so we're joking it. We're turning into old guys, you know, meeting for breakfast at a place in Cedarburg. Not a McDonald's breakfast, but a nice pl- sit-down breakfast, and we got a chance to catch up. I'm the only one that's not retired. All the other guys were either federal employees or police officers. One was a homicide detective in yeah. Milwaukee. And... Um, and so they're retired, and they're in their fifties. So I'm just going. What do you guys do all day? <laughs> and they just laughed. They said, "You will be surprised. You will keep. We are busier now than we were before." That's it. One I, just built a house, so he's landscaping. Some of these people, and, and I get together with my group from Pulaski, and they, they get together every month. Ed Robb is a good guy. puts all gets all these people together, and it's true. You, you sometimes they sometimes say, "I'm so busy in retirement. I don't know how I ever had time to work." I know. It's. It, it, they said they didn't really plan on it. It just happened. And things happen. Household projects, whatever. You travel. In this case, they said breakfast. We do this more often than you think, Paul, having breakfast. So you're welcome to join us anytime. I was in a hurry. I had to get down to W. Got to get to work. Got to work. But uh, they were enjoying it. And again, they're all in their 50s. So they got a long time yet, Jeff. And again, uh, for a lot of them, it was a pension because yes. they're a federal. Uh, and that helps when you when you do calculations for how long your money is going to last in retirement. Uh, pensions, Social Security, those are types of things that can really help uh, create success in retirement because the income lasts forever. So a quick commercial break. You're enjoying the retirement clinic here in WISM Milwaukee and WIBA Madison. If you have questions for Jeff Kowal, president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist, use the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. 414-799-1130. We've got the sexy segment coming up. We've got some, it sounds like live Jimmy Buffett playing. No. I think it's live. That sounds like it. I mean, he's not live in studio, but... He's not does. with us here. That's right. <laughs> what are you saying, Paul? It's a live version. Yeah, okay, I got it. Of uh, Margaritaville, I think, yeah. Anyway, um, we'll be right back and take more of your calls coming up as well as we continue the retirement clinic. Stick around. Back on News Talk 1130 WISM Milwaukee, WIBA Madison, the retirement clinic, and now to the sexy segment. This is all about wealth management. More importantly, Jeff, preservation, keeping that wealth. Indeed. And this show is for everybody. This segment is for those with a million dollars or more. 
And we started this. We should have this for $2 million or more now. I mean, we started this 12 or 15 years ago. Well, yeah, a million dollars back then wasn't, you know. Uh, right, but still, people still think that they, they don't have a million dollars. But if you have $500,000 in your home and you have a $500,000 401k, you're at a million dollars. If you have a million-dollar life insurance policy, you're $2 million. If you have some uh, investments, uh, other properties, you may have three or four million dollars. If you own a business, you may have five or ten. If you get an inheritance, so uh, those are all the types of things. If you get a divorce, all of a sudden you may be suddenly wealthy. Those are types of things that we address. And then once you've accumulated some wealth, uh, how do you preserve it? Uh, grow it, take income from it, and pass it on to your heirs. But th- this is another um, money section of the USA Today, um, and I thought it was. Uh, interesting and timely. Prepare financially for the end of life. Um, When Vivian Young and her then-husband took their first vacation without the kids, the need for estate planning struck them like a jolt. I started thinking about the worst-case scenarios. She's now 64. And it's the first vacation without kids. Right. Interesting. Yeah, and and you think, and you know about that. We we all know about that. All of a sudden you think, what happens if something happens? Right. Um, so she started thinking about the worst case scenarios, worried about who would take care of the children if something were to happen to them. They found an attorney who quickly drew up a will. Uh, over wow, the years, so they're in the mid sixties and they had no, 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 will. no, no. They're, he's re, she's reflecting on it. That oh, that, got it. No, got the it. kids are older now, but she was reflecting on um, uh, when they first went on a trip by themselves. Uh, how they all of a sudden it hit them that something could happen that's, and then what? That's when it happened to Dawn and myself. Yep, I remember we that. We went to Hawaii yep. and I actually asked you about it, Jeff. Yep. And you said, get a well drawn up. Yeah, Just, you uh, don't uh, think your plane's going and drink, but you never know. That's right. At least reduce it to writing. There's some peace of mind. Some people, I and I still don't get this. They think well, if they do, if they see an attorney draw a well, that means somebody's going to die. It has nothing to do with it. Nothing to Absolutely. do with it. Absolutely. Anyway. It's, a, it's almost like planning for a funeral. Well, you don't want to do that because then somebody's going to die. <laughs> no. If you wash no. your car, it's yeah. going to rain. Yeah, clearly. It's the same yeah, mindset. Right. But over the years, Young's estate plan evolved when her life changed, such as when she divorced and when her children turned 18. Putting off planning can be tempting, she concedes, but there are consequences. Um, more than half of Americans will learn those consequences firsthand, as only 42% have a will or other estate planning documents, according to a 2017 Caring.com study. Among parents of children younger than 18, only 36% have created a will. But if you die without a will, your state's laws will determine what happens. It's called intestate, or who should be legally f- responsible for minor children. That might be okay. But a grandchild with special needs might not get the resources you want him or her to have. Or an estranged family member, this is the worst part, an estranged family member might get possession of your house. (laughs) That we don't want. At the odds with them for a long time. And worse yet is that a lot of times, without proper planning, you know, ex-in-laws of kids will get your money and, oh boy, it can turn out to be ugly. Anyway, it's never too early to start coming up with a plan, starting with a will. A will is a document that designates who should get your money and possessions as well as who would become guardian of your minor children if both parents die. Uh, think beyond death. Um, one of the things that I brought to the table, this is, uh, again, carrying on with the article, brought to the table early on is the idea about protecting each other in the event of incapacity more so than the event of a death. 
A living will is a legal document that states what medical procedures you want or don't want. And I think that's a key for a lot of people. Uh, don't take heroic measures to save my life. Um, but you got to get that in writing. You have to reduce it to writing, absolutely. Yeah. Establishing a trust. Um, some may benefit from establishing a trust, a legal entity that holds any property that you want to leave to your beneficiaries. With a trust, your family won't have to go through the legal process of probate where the court ensures that your assets are distributed and the debts are paid. The key thing is that trusts are private. You can do whatever you want with them. You can control your assets during your lifetime and then pass them on to your heirs. And that's why we a lot of times we like trusts, especially for assets. If people have accumulated a fair amount of wealth outside of retirement plans, retirement plans are pretty easy. You can name beneficiaries, and then beneficiaries take precedent over everything else. But if you have a fair amount of assets or if you have some special needs, uh, a trust is a great, great way to go. Next. Uh, again, this is a USA Today article. Communicate your wishes. and It's important to let people know when you've designated them as trustee or guardian. Um, we don't often communicate with the trustees and or the trust protectors. Uh, that's going to be your role. You're going to be a surrogate for me. Next is review your beneficiaries. This is an interesting thing we're doing with our clients right now as we're doing our reviews with clients. We're reviewing beneficiaries, finding out that some of the trustees have recorded the names incorrectly. We had somebody this week that they said, who's that? What do you mean, like the wrong name? Wrong name. Really? Wrong pa- we had, uh, this was a contingent beneficiary on something he had somewhere else, and and uh, his, the primary beneficiary is right. Then we said, these are the three contingent beneficiaries. He says, who's that? No kidding. No kidding. That's huge. Yeah, Good you thing have to, you caught it. Oh, absolutely. But that's what, we're do, that's what we do for our clients. We're reviewing the beneficiaries. So if you have investment accounts and retirement plans, a lot of times this happens at 401k plans. Make sure the person you have listed as the beneficiary is the person you want to receive those funds. Um, and then seek professional help. Estate planning uh, can cost a little bit. Uh, hundreds or even thousands of dollars, depending on how complex your affairs are. But the affairs are, if your affairs are complicated, make sure you get help. Not only do estate planning attorneys help you ensure that your wishes are met, they can also help you figure out um, how to allocate your assets in a way that is most advantageous. End of life planning isn't something we typically look forward to, but it's a necessary action if you want to have full control of your life. And your assets. It's not exactly fun to plan for things like this, but very. Ne- you also hear about getting your affairs in order. That's exactly what we're talking yep. about. Uh, and it's got to be done. Yeah, and you want to make sure that you know it's going to be done whether you're whether you plan for it or not. So you might as well have control of that process. Jeff, that was uh, today's very good sexy segment and something that you should think about. And if you need help with planning this kind of stuff, we'll give you all of Jeff's information when we come back as we continue today's retirement clinic. We're on every Saturday in WISN in Milwaukee, WIBA in Madison. We'll be right back. Jeff, we are winding down today's retirement clinic. We thank, we started out the show with a whole bunch of good questions and calls. Indeed. And, yep. uh, you know, as we get into the show, we got the boss segment and the sexy segment. We have some features. We want to end the show by saying if you've got questions during the week or any time about you and your retirement, the Kowal Investment Group, now with one, two, three, four, five locations, Jeff. 
That's right. But the, the big location you want to know is the koalway.com because that gets you to all of them. So our website is the koalway.com. You can arrest, uh, request an initial consultation. If you're close to or already in retirement, have $750,000 or more in retirement assets. Um, if you are retiring, for a lot of people, they have a, a lump sum, they have a 401k, and they're really not sure what to do with it. Should they roll it over? Should they keep it there? What are the options? What are the tax consequences of it? These are types of things. Where do you invest it? If you've never managed money yourself, what do you do with that 401k? How do you roll it over, and then where do you go with it once you roll it over? What if uh, you leave your job and you've got one you know, or two or three jobs, and they're just floating around out that's there? That's right. That's that's one of the biggest reasons why people come to us. If they have assets scattered all over us, especially old 401ks, and they want to know if they should roll them over, consolidate them. What's the best thing to do? How do you take income from it? Then what happens? You do do, do federal and state withholding. All those questions can be answered. If, if you do it yourself or it's tired of doing it yourself, give our office a call or if you want to consolidate your assets. Uh, Thecowallway.com is a good place to go, or else you can always call our, our office. But it's surprising we have... Again, assets scattered all over from prior 401k plans, IRAs consolidating, and do-it-yourselfers. The number 262-522-4040. Thanks, Jeff. Have a good weekend. Thank you, Paul. You too. The Retirement Clinic, WIBA Madison and WISN in Milwaukee.